You are listening to the Today I Found Out podcast, where each weekday we provide an interesting story that is going to feed your brain. You can read more great articles like this by going to todayifoundout.com. Hello and welcome to episode number 281 of the Daily Knowledge Podcast from todayifoundout.com. And in the episode today, you're going to learn about the many myths surrounding the pilgrims and Thanksgiving. And in the bonus fact section today, you're going to learn a little bit about the origin of the word pilgrim. Let's just get started with today's show. Pilgrims wore black and white clothing with buckled top hats. The myth that they dressed like this stems from a popular clothing style in England in the late 17th century, which carried over to 18th and 19th century artists' depictions of pilgrims. In fact, historical records of pilgrims' clothing, such as the passenger list of the Mayflower, wills, which included descriptions of clothing and other such records, paint a very different picture than the late 17th century artists depicted. For starters, the pilgrims didn't wear buckled hats. They also didn't wear buckles on their shoes or waists. Buckles were expensive and not in fashion at the time. They simply wore the much cheaper leather laces to tie up their shoes and hold up their pants. Buckles later became very popular in England for their expense and as a fashion statement. Those who were too poor to afford buckles wore laces, similar to the pilgrims. They also didn't wear black and white. The pilgrims' common garb was very colorful, as was the fashion at the time. They only wore predominantly black and gray clothing on Sundays. The rest of the time, they wore heavily dyed clothing in many different colors. For one example, a pilgrim by the name of Brewster left his clothing in his will to someone, which was described as such. One blue cloth suit, green drawers, a violet cloth coat, black silk stockings, sky blue garters, red grog gain suit, red waistcoat, tawny colored suit with silver buttons. Another myth surrounding the pilgrims is that they would have probably died the first winter had the Native Americans not taught them various agricultural tips and tricks. In fact, the pilgrims didn't come so unprepared. They had a contract with various merchants who would come regularly to bring them supplies of food, clothing, etc. for a term no less than seven years while they established their colony. They were also well-versed in hunting and farming techniques from Europe. When the pilgrims left, they were quite well aware of the colonies that had tried to settle in America and failed. Thus, they took appropriate steps to avoid that happening to them. This all brings us to the most pervasive myth of all concerning the pilgrims, that they celebrated the first Thanksgiving in America and invited the Native Americans to join in. The pilgrims did not celebrate the first Thanksgiving in America. In fact, the particular pilgrim event that is often cited as the first Thanksgiving wasn't even the pilgrims' first Thanksgiving. They had several before then, at various times, and none of them were an annual thing. These days were simply a particular time where they had something significant to thank God about, so they would set aside a day to do so. Around the time the pilgrims came to America in 1620, it was common in England and many parts of Europe to frequently set aside days for giving thanks to God. In the New World, where life was harsh in the beginning, there were numerous opportunities to hold such days of thanks. For example, any time a particularly good crop would come in, any time a drought would end, any time a particularly harsh winter was survived, any time a group managed to repel an attack by Native Americans, any time a supply ship arrived safely from Europe, etc. This sort of practice remained fairly common up until around the time when Thanksgiving became a national holiday. Most of the celebrations bore little resemblance to what we think of as Thanksgiving. Indeed, even the particular Thanksgiving Day the pilgrims celebrated sometime between September and early October of 1621 bore little resemblance to what is depicted now. So, who actually celebrated the first Thanksgiving in America? Nobody knows for sure, owing to how common these days of thanks were in the New World. 
Three popular examples that are often referenced as the actual firsts and that predate the pilgrim's date include number 1. September the 8th, 1565. This day of Thanksgiving was celebrated by a group of Spaniards, led by Spanish explorer Pedro Menendez de Avil in St. Augustine, Florida. Interestingly, Menendez de Avil even invited the Timucua tribe to dine with them on that Thanksgiving. 2. 1598 in San Elizario, Texas. Spanish explorer Juan de Ornate on the banks of the Rio Grande, along with those with him, held a Thanksgiving festival after they successfully crossed over 350 miles of Mexican desert. 3. December 4, 1619. 38 settlers landed on James River on a ship called the Margaret, about 20 miles from Jamestown. Their charter required that the day of landing be set aside as a day of thanksgiving, both on that first date and every year after. This tradition died out due to the Indian Massacre of 1622, where many of the settlers were killed and most of the rest fled to Jamestown. Okay, so they weren't the first, but they invited the Native Americans to their 1621 party, right? In truth, from the only two first-hand passages that directly describe the event in question, a letter from Edward Winslow in December of 1621 and William Bradford's passage in Of Plymouth Plantation, it would appear the party was held with no such invite. We do know the Native Americans stopped by at random times, probably attracted by all the noisy games like shooting contests, and some that stopped by were allowed to participate, but as for specifically thinking to invite them to take part in the event, there's no such record, nor any real indication of this. So why is the Pilgrim Thanksgiving that happened in the autumn of 1621 often considered the first Thanksgiving, and why do we have all these myths surrounding the 1621 event? This is largely thanks to Sarah Josepha Hale, author of the nursery rhyme Mary Had a Little Lamb, and one of the most influential women in American history, as well as one of the most remarkable. She was particularly enamored with this pilgrim event that she had read about in a passage by William Bradford in Of Plymouth Plantation, as well as the particular Thanksgiving tradition which was somewhat common in New England at the time. She tirelessly campaigned for over 20 years to have Thanksgiving become a national holiday with a set date, and was ultimately successful. Through through her highly circulated editorials, she was largely responsible for much of why we view the Pilgrims' 1621 Thanksgiving how we do, and was also largely responsible for many of the traditions we now tend to attribute to that Thanksgiving. For example, things like the tradition of eating turkey, mashed potatoes, stuffing, cranberry sauce, and pumpkin pie on Thanksgiving were all popularized by her, and it's extremely unlikely that the Pilgrims ate any of those things. And now for today's bonus facts. The first record of the term pilgrim applying to the Mayflower passengers and those of their group that followed later appeared in William Bradford's Of Plymouth Plantation. In it, he used biblical imagery to describe the pilgrim's departure from Leiden in 1620. So they left goody and pleasant city, which had been their resting place, here twelve years. But they knew they were pilgrims, and looked not much on these things, but lift up their eyes to ye heavens, their dearest country, and quietened their spirits. The next two instances of them being called pilgrims came when Nathaniel Morton and Cotton Mather in 1669 and 1702 respectively both paraphrased Bradford's words. The next reference was in 1793 by Reverend Chandler Robbins, who recited Bradford's words at a Plymouth Forefathers Day observance. From here, the term caught on and it became popular to toast to the pilgrims of Leyden on observance day. By 1820, Daniel Webster referred to this group as the Pilgrims at the Plymouth Bicentennial, which is hugely responsible for the term being picked up popularly as the name of this group. 
Bonus fact 2. Yet another myth surrounding the pilgrims and Thanksgiving is that they were taught by the Indians to make popcorn and served it at the first Thanksgiving. In fact, while there is very little evidence about what they actually did eat at their first Thanksgiving, it is very unlikely that they ate popcorn due to the fact that all they had available was flint corn at the time. This type of corn doesn't pop when heated, rather just expands slightly. Thus, it wasn't very palatable in this form, so they tended to boil it, preparing it as hominy. You just listened to an episode of the Today I Found Out Daily podcast. Tune in every weekday for another great episode, or find more articles at todayifoundout.com.